Welcome to Pixel What You Preach, hosted by Victoria Goldsmith, the podcast that dives into conversations with game developers and professional creatives, explores the mysterious realms of game development, self-improvement, and draws inspiration from real-life experiences. The team's on the search for a sponsor for the project, so if you'd like to be part of the podcast, get in touch. So today we're going to do Tea with Louie. Louie's a good friend of mine who's a tech artist at Firesprite, and he's also making his own game called The Lunar Effect. That's true. Check it out. Wishlist it, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> me and Louie like chat quite a lot, um, mm. and I just thought it'd be nice to just like Tea with Louie, you know, this chat stuff and have fun. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Um, so yeah, like with been talking recently about how disney's gonna collab with fortnite and just Mm. how they want to create this whole metaverse thing yeah with epic in general at first i wasn't super sure whether they were like it seems like they're not buying a majority stake etc they're not like really investing and it isn't epic generally although obviously they make fortnite and it's Mm. It's it's about you know the metaverse stuff, so it's going to be Fortnite, etc. It's interesting because they already do a lot of collabs with them anyway for Star Wars and etc. Uh, an example I can think, which is also a a terrible example of them <laughs> doing it, was like something I only found out later. Is if you if you watched uh, the last new Star Wars film, I can't remember what it was called. But... I, th- I think I did. I honestly, there's so much Star Wars stuff. I don't know what I've watched and haven't watched now. Well, if you remember the sort of the start of the film, they get the poor actor to stand there and go. Somehow, Palpatine has returned. Uh, well, apparently, uh, I only found this out way later. But apparently, they actually like did a little short thing that kind of introduced that Palpatine had returned and mm. showed it exclusively in Fortnite. So, oh, yeah. interesting. <laughs> so it wasn't a good idea because a lot of people were like, what? Why is this just Palpatine's back? I guess. Okay. All right. But yeah, the point is they've done a lot of like Fortnite collabs. So it is quite interesting. It's quite a large, even though it's still, it's kind of crazy that like one point, I don't know, 1.5 billion, I think yeah, it was. Yeah, 1.5. It's so, still a minority stake. <laughs> of, I mean, this is really cynical, but... I find it very, very odd that, you know, Epic laid off a lot of people mm. and then this came after it, which was planned. So it's just kind of like, oh, does this mean that Disney got the shares for a lot less than it would have been if there hadn't been layoffs? Because I was reading that um, Bob Iger, you know, the CEO of, of Disney, he wants to buy back some disney shows that they've previously sold off mm, and yeah, when... there's, there's some like boardroom <laughs> struggles i know um and then obviously like when they did they announced this disney shares rose by rose by seven percent after mm. during hours of trading so i'm just like oh well this is kind of shaved this was all kind of <laughs> yeah well probably not thankfully if anything uh <laughs> as as fucked as it is um them laying off staff only increases the 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 stock value uh 
because the shareholders view it as a wise decision, money saving position, etc. So if you look at it, it's it's messed up. But after layoffs, the stock share rises, the stock price mm-hmm. for the things rises. So it seems less likely. It does feel like it does have to do with Bob Iger's like kind. Of, well, he he retired, then had to get brought back in again because. <laughs> Because they were like, things aren't going well. We need you to come out of retirement. So we did. And there's a whole kind of mutiny thing rising in it from some of the some fringe people at Disney and et cetera. So a lot of it is him trying to, like, we've got to make Disney relevant again. I think mm-hmm. there was a really interesting thing I saw someone say, which was that something that Disney is worried about is they're losing the the majority stake in in, like, childhood mm-hmm. uh our generation generations forward etc like disney was the staple of childhood we all watch disney movies growing yeah. up and then we get older then we show our kids disney movies and then the cycle continues and it creates this this huge like like generations of of disney fans but that isn't quite happening anymore like kids aren't getting as invested in disney as much as they used to and then that's starting to break that cycle and so now they're yeah. trying to f- i feel like they're trying to fight to get back into kids lives again and i think yeah, they're noticing right. Fortnite and games is a good way to do it you know and like i said earlier they've they've done a lot of collabs with uh Fortnite already so i think part of so they clearly don't they didn't need to do to get a minority stake to get more collaboration in the first place so it feels like it's more them trying to double win out of it in a way that they already can get a lot of promotion and some money through uh collabs but now that they have a stake in it it means they essentially can kind of double dip in a way you know they get the promotion and etc of getting their ip in fortnite but also if that makes fortnite better they get money from being a a stakeholder in the company as well so they kind of yeah and it helps kind of create this more investment in like it as a thing yeah so i reading this uh thing in 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 an interview and you were just saying that kids nowadays they spend (laughs) just as much time gaming as they do on the phones and watching tv so it's like you were saying they're just trying to find Mm. new ways to kind of get in there but it's it's interesting because the promotional artwork it does look like a big disney theme park and it's going to be its own thing so we've got like pixar marvel mm. star wars it is interesting but i, I kind of want to see what they're going to do and how they're going to yeah they might people in they might do something similar to lego fortnite thing where you know especially because fortnite is now becoming a thing where it isn't just you know uh battle royale game there's like a weird lego survival game that honestly looks way i haven't played it actually but honestly looks way better than it should do (laughs) (laughs) and like they've got like racing stuff and they you know they've got the whole creator thing there i do feel like they're probably one of the only they feel like there's two companies that have successfully created the beginnings of a metaverse and that's Mm -hmm. them with Fortnite, and the other one is vr chat uh, yeah vr chat's interesting mm, i think the but, main yeah. thing is like a lot of companies like meta and and all that stuff have tried to like like gain an audience first before creating it they wanted to like hope if they just throw enough money then they can just spontaneously make it but it's, it's clearly a thing that it needs to be something first 
and I then agree. you can expand, which is why Fortnite's working well because it was good. People enjoy it. Collabs work better. It turns out, you know, they've try out new things, new gamos, etc. It works better, and it's just you, you know they can just you know now they've now they're they're on the ground. So then all they need to do is just now if they put yeah. in the money, then it actually you know works. So I wouldn't be surprised if we get I don't know some kind of like Star Wars Fortnite thing or like similar to like because obviously like Disney's had a long relationship with like video games and trying to find ways to get into video games and had their own studios, lost their own studios, bought other studios, licensed IP to studios, etc. Uh but this feels like kind of another attempt at doing that basically and trying to get get back into video games and if anything, it could be similar to like the Battlefront games and stuff. They might basically make Battlefront, but in Fortnite, might Fortnite yeah. Battlefront basically, and that might be their way of being like, okay, now we have a consistent like Star Wars theme game that is ever evolving inside Fortnite that yeah. the kids will play, and then you know they go to the shops and stuff, and they're like, "Mommy, buy me, buy me Darth Vader from Fortnite." I do you know, want to know thing. though. Will there be Monkey Islands <laughs> because of Lucas Arts? Doubt it, but it would be nice. Yeah, it would be um, nice. They, yeah. It is unfortunate every now and then when you remember like so many cool things, and it's like, oh yeah, they're under the the gelatinous blob of of Disney somewhere. <laughs> I kind of think with all this kind of metaverse stuff, I think it's really interesting because you have companies like, like Meta, and they're like, oh, we're gonna do the the you know this this world and everything but they're coming from such a corporate tech mm. backgrounds but they don't understand how games are made and i, I really think right. you have to it barely feels like they understand people <laughs> um, well yeah i mean i would agree with that but it's just it's so hard to get that culture and, and that's why fortnite's so popular and online games are popular because they create sort of a natural culture and people want to go and socialize and i feel like that's the key mm. you know and obviously lots of fun and things to keep you playing but i do feel like a lot of companies miss that and you can't just bite it yeah you, you know you've you've got to have that soul to it and this is kind of my little silver lining with ai like you know they're scraping lots of things and you know there's going to be a lot of trash games that go on mm. but they're not going to have the same kind of soul that you have when you work on a team and bring in sort of those life experiences and absolutely yeah you know, the, the humanness to it absolutely because this is a thing that generally i've noticed over the last few decades and stuff the more we've got connected through online the more like you know that kind of progress has happened the more we found a rise of people wanting authenticity and paying more and being like, I, you know, yeah, I can get this easy, cheap, etc. But I, I want something authentic. We feel like there's there's been a real lack of authenticity yeah. as as like society has developed over the last like twenty years, and I feel like this it's for example, with AI is only going to be the same thing. Like, yeah, there's a whole mouth, unfortunately, whole mouth crap will come out it's just like we just use ai to streamline everything but it's it's not going to land and even when it kind of even if it does it won't la 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 last long because mm -hmm. people will 
start to crave the authenticity you know i mean how i feel it i you know i have several prints and stuff up on my walls but even then most of them aren't actual like print prints a lot of them are like a bit more i i want them to have a bit more physical media to them like some of them have like are like handmade paper and it's like hand printed some of the like lino cuts etc you know there's that feel of authenticity is something that people crave and stuff and i feel especially the way things are going more if ai becomes even stronger and stronger as it seems like it might do it's only going to increase that feeling in people of like i want something made by people that has that human touch and i'm willing to pay more for it and you know yeah the the life cycle of the market thankfully (laughs) i feel i I do feel like consumers are a lot smarter than marketers think because i think Mm -hmm. when you know, companies like, oh yeah, they're definitely going to like this. Like, no, we don't want this anymore. Mm. And it's you know, if you think with all the Star Wars things, it was such a yeah. treat for the new films come out. You know, you'd work quite a few years, and then now we've got all these sort of different series, like The Mandalorian. I loved like the first season, mm, same. And then the second one, I didn't, I didn't even finish it, <laughs> and it, it wasn't that it was bad or I, I just, I, I don't know, I was just felt exhausted just by all the Star Wars stuff mm. and then there's uh, and then there was uh, the Boba Fett series which I watched and then I didn't get that I didn't get that far I did watch the second season but I didn't watch Boba Fett obviously for the same reason they've even mentioned that they've even mentioned they publicly said that it was a mistake and they felt like they <laughs> diluted their IP so by <laughs> yeah they're like they're straight up like they you know they've said it in their own words that it was a mistake they, they diluted their IP by by creating too much and they're trying to you know that part of their strategy now is part of the reason we haven't had anything for a while is they've they've recognized that they're like we went too far we tried to make too much stuff and it's diluted the ip too much and we need yeah. to like bring it back around and kind of like let's you know space it out you know quality over quantity because yeah the consumers as in the same with marvel is quantity just started to just wears people down (laughs) even because it's weird because it's like it's good it's it's not bad it's like but i just i just i don't know i just want something else i want something new (laughs) i think this is the thing so it's i think it's happening a lot in films and games and you get in these very well-made looking games and films but the remakes or the the safe is kind of what you've already played before Mm. and you know, you get these investors and they're not wanting to take risks mm-hmm. and um, they That's don't want to try anything different because like, oh no, it might not work. But I have noticed that the last, well, actually since since COVID, there's been a lot of different kind of films that have come out that are not sort of the big blockbusters, but they've done really, really well. Mm. And, um, you know, it's like Godzilla minus one. Mm, you know, it, co- it cost them like hardly, well, hardly, in film sort of money barely mm. cost it's anything. cheap it was like 30 million which is yeah. wildly cheap for and a film I, I think a lot of film studios are sort of looking thinking oh yeah maybe we don't need to do like all these blobs i just i just people just need to take risks and you know try mm. something new you know it's really frustrating because there's a lot of good different ideas out there and yeah it's just it's just getting people to like trust you can do this absolutely yeah, that's a huge problem. I mean, it's yeah, and place studios like A twenty four are a perfect example of yeah, like 
Yeah, because they they take those risks and it pays off. And then thankfully, because of that, the cycle of that has created them the kudos enough that like if they, you know, when they need investors, et cetera, they would actually be able to get it because, you know, they've got the backing for it after working hard for it. But, you know, yeah, absolutely. Like a huge problem is the the lack of risk taking is, you know, they, I mean, there's, you can probably get real nitty gritty about this and start It's definitely related to worldwide economics and et cetera, for why, you know, venture capitalists and et cetera, aren't doing it. But yeah, it's, it's a shame because it's one of those things where it's like, it's, it, you know, it would work, you know, it would work if you yeah. just take some risk, but like the reluctance unfortunately just creates this cycle of safe you know i I do think it's so important to invest in passion projects still you know even if you're not doing Mm. it in your day job just find what you like to do and if you enjoy it keep doing it you know on the on you know with a24 um talk to me Mm. that film was done based on a short youtube video and it's like if you watch it you, you 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 wouldn't think oh i'm gonna go and make this into a a film but they could Mm. do it and and they did and you know it it did really really well and you just gotta find what you like and just do it because i think if you're always kind of like oh i'm gonna make this thing because it's gonna make me money you're never gonna make anything that's decent like the odd person might but you can't figure out this perfect formula yeah, no, it's it's like a, a common thing that I've seen a lot of people say, and it's very true. Is you know you have to if you make something for your for yourself, something you want to see, then it will resonate with other people. Mm. Whereas if you try to make something for someone else that you think someone else will like, it won't quite work out because that's the difference between art and commerce yeah you know if you're making for yourself and making art and art resonates with people but commerce commerce is just something to be consumed something to be bought consumed and thrown away and it's just not gonna you won't be able to create anything you know long-standing with it something that will like live in people's minds and you know get them to talk to other people about it you know yeah support the arts (laughs) yeah yeah straight up straight up to support the support the body arts man (laughs) So what do you do? It's always the first thing that's cut, but then at the same know, time, it's, people it's are like, "It's the most oh. important." Yeah, people are like, "Oh, I want to watch something. I want to have something. I want to enjoy something." It's like, well, the things you enjoy in life are art, so and culture. So, like, it brings people through the tough times. In fact, it's like, um, yeah, it's just art. It just brings everyone through, and it's always the first to get cut. And they say that the best art always comes through the toughest times because mm. artists go more into themselves and come up with the best work that, that they can. And, mm. um, yeah, go make art, support the arts, go do it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> exactly. Get it done. Even if uh, it's, especially not for money, and but, you know, if you try not to focus on the money, you'll, you'll probably be pleasantly surprised because... Yeah. The money will come there anyway. <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, thanks so much for coming on, Louis. And I'm sure we'll have you on again very, very soon. Mm. And remember, it's your adventure.
Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, please don't forget to rate and subscribe. It really, really helps. And if you want to support any further, I do have a coffee page in case you want to buy me coffee. It just means I can keep bringing more and more great content. Thanks again. Bye.